This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... It's a gift to be simple, it's a gift to be free, it's a gift to come down where you want to be, and when we find ourselves in the place just right, we'll be in the Today with a Christian car guy. Actually, we're hitting the road to Israel with a Christian car guy and Dr. Carson. How fun is that? I know I'm looking forward to it, and I bet you are. <laughs> I'm so glad you tuned in today. Here's our question. We got to have a question, and here it is. Are you ready to become who you are? Wow. I love that. It was, it was featured in the movie um, uh, Robin Hood. Where they said, are you ready to become who you are? There's a question. I know I am. And, you know, that was kind of a question that God asked Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. If you look carefully and you read enough on the Hebrew of those letters and what all that means, yeah. God literally asked this question. He says, lek, lek. That's what he asked. That's a lamed and a hoof. Then he says it twice, so it must have been important. So what in the world does lek lek mean? Well, a careful examination of those letters, if you know what they mean individually, it's like to aspire to your desire. Wow. So what do you aspire to desire? What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you aspire to? To desire. That was the question he asked Abraham and then, well, actually asked Abram. Abram. Abram was on his way to becoming Abraham. But in order for Abraham to do that, he tells him something else in verse 12. He says, you got to leave your father's house. Mm. Now, if you're like me and you weren't born of a virgin, <laughs> were you born of a virgin, Richard? No, he yeah. wasn't. I, I can see he was, this man was not, neither was I, Right. Which means our father, when we were born, was the devil, according to what Jesus said, right? And so until we actually leave our father's house, 
right? We're, we're stuck. We're never going to become. <laughs> we're never going to become who we are. We are never going to aspire to desire the right thing. And so we got to leave our father's house and then you got to go to a place. I will show you. Yes. Ah, and what place may that be? That place of, of God wrestlers. That's what Israel mm, means, Israel. right? He's going to go to Israel. So that's what we're doing today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And as you might guess, today's show is brought to you by two Hebrew letters, a lamed and a hoof, aspire, which means you want to go up to desire. To desire. Yeah. How cool is that? And of course, I need to point out the beginning of that intro, you know, I like to decide for my intros for everybody to see how much I enjoy putting these together is from the movie up and, and you might, Mr. Fredrickson is saying goodbye. <laughs> fellas. <laughs> goodbye fellas. <laughs> they were going to repo his house and he took off with a balloon, right? And he's going to send him a postcard from where paradise falls, right? He's on his way to become who he is, I guess. And, uh, then of course, Willie Nelson with On the Road Again. Who could who could ever forget? That's an amazing song in so many different ways. And then one of my favorite songs of all time, um, of all time, is um, Simple Gifts by Jewel yeah. and that you heard. And it's a gift to come around where you want to be. Right? Did you hear that line? <laughs> lek, lek. All right, we're, we're on our way today. And so we're going to jump right in with a really, really fun show today. I think in that what we're going to do is we're going to just take you a, a few days of what we are going to experience from January 15th to 24. But what a neat, neat thing. Like if you're like me and you just want to get to know God better, Yep. And every day of your life, you want to get to know God better. And here's an opportunity to spend 10 days chasing after the heart of God mm. with other people that chase after the hearts of God. Hard. I mean, yeah. Dr. Carson, oh my goodness, what you're, what you're going to hear. So I think you're going to get just a taste of that today as we kind of go through what we're going to experience uh, June I mean, January. January 15th through the 24th. And you might be saying, Robbie, there's no way I can afford that or I can't. You know what? I, I feel that same way. <laughs> but, you know, God just said, you know, hey, this is what I've told you. Trust me. Right. Yes. Pray into this. Is this what God wants you to do? If it's what God wants you to do, he does provide for it. I don't know how it all works, but he has for yeah. me every time. Well, we just had Christmas in July. Now's the time to let everybody know what you want for Christmas. Cash. <laughs> so that you can go to Israel. And for $5,000, that's the basic price. You know, it, it's going to cost 4000 to get you there. A few other things with insurance. But with uh, souvenirs, that's up to you. But for $5,000, that's better than, that's cheaper than going to Disney World for 10 days. And that's for two. That's yeah. No, that's one person. One each, person. Yeah. Each person. One person. Yeah. Okay. So they could start letting your friends, family know, hey, I want to walk where Jesus walked January the 15th through the 24th, and I just need a little help financially and watch how God provides. Yeah. And yeah, then you're going to be on the trip of a lifetime. It won't be on the road again. It'll be in the air again. Right, with, with uh, Mr. Fredrickson, right? Yeah, we're going <laughs> up. Falls. We're going to paradise. Yeah, I am I am beyond thrilled about this. So just jumping right in, right? Day one, Dr. Carson, you're gonna get on an airplane in New York. Well, we're gonna we're gonna fly out of Raleigh. 
So so it's easy from from Raleigh to Newark, and then Newark, take a sleeping pill. We're going to fly for about 10 hours. We're going to land in Tel Aviv. You're going to wake up refreshed, and we're going to start seeing the Holy Land. We're going to go for a drive. We'll spend some time maybe that afternoon at the Mediterranean. We're going to see some aqueducts that the Romans built. And then we're going to get to the Sea of Galilee, Tiberias. And we're going to find our hotel there, get a wonderful meal, get rested, and then here we go. Let's back up just a minute. Uh Uh-oh, I'm going too fast. Yeah, hold on. You're going too fast. you got to make the morning last, right? So we get off a plane in Tel Aviv. Yes. Right? Which I don't know if you know that Tel Aviv means that it's making the new from the old. Making the new from the old. So it's built on ruins, but it's a new place. And it's kind of neat how God has done that in my life. I bet he's done it in your life. But everything in Israel, you know, has such a history. It's unbelievable. And and so Mm -hmm. that very first drive on this unbelievable, what you told me, this tour bus is just first class all the way. Yes, yes. And we're going to get on this very comfortable, wonderful coach. And almost immediately we will be stopping at the Mediterranean Sea. Yes. And Please. so you'll get a chance to get out there Yes, in the put sand you, of the Mediterranean. Is it sand or is it? Sand. And you can put your feet right in the water, even in January. <laughs> you won't go swimming, but you can put your feet in there. And and so we'll, we'll get a chance to see that. And yeah. we're headed to where in that bus ride? Sea of Galilee, Tiberias. So the That's, city of Tiberias? Yes, sir. And so we'll actually, that night, the very first night when you get off the plane, like before you go to bed, you're going to be looking at the Sea of Galilee where Jesus did a lot of his ministry. The majority of his ministry is going to be near the Sea of Galilee. So, and and then, as you know, actually before dinner, you'll be seeing the Sea of Galilee. And, yes. And so really cool, the word Galilee, if you're just wondering, and I wonder about such things, right, that, that. G-L, or that, that sound of a gimel and a lamed in, in Hebrew is always a circle. Okay. A- and my understanding of why they called it Galilee was not so much that the Sea of Galilee is almost a circle, but, but there was a circle of cities. Right. The Decapolis, 10 cities. Right. That apparently Solomon gave to, yeah. So this is all, and, and this circuit of cities was clearly Jesus's, you know, 10 that he was going to work on. And so we got so much more. Oh, and the food. Oh. Oh, the food we're going to eat for dinner. Wait till you hear about this. No bacon. No bacon. No no sausage. No sausage. (laughs) But everything else is delicious. So we're hitting the road. ChristianCarGuy.com, by the way, has all the information on your trip to the Holy Land. And, of course, you can always just contact me if you want to go. We want to help you figure it out. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. I can hardly wait to get on the road again. I want to get on the road with you. I mean, that's yes. part of what I really, the, the exciting part of this trip to Israel 
is to have these listeners and other church members and folks that are going with us that everybody, you know, I don't, it, the whole idea of Capernaum, we'll get to in a minute, has to do with, with this idea of in community. Yes, community. You learn yeah. so much because you yeah. get the peace of God that everybody brings to the puzzle. And so if you feel God putting it on your heart, man, please feel free to contact me any way, shape, or form. It's in, all over my website, my phone number, my email, any way that, that we can figure out how um, to get you with us because this is something that God has put on my heart to say, man, this is this is going to be an adventure. And it, like you, maybe. A life-changing adventure, Robbie. I've never been there, so I'm so excited. So what Dr. Carson told me about this dinner, because, you know, for me, meals are important, and we're in the promised land, and you may know from Deuteronomy 8, 8, that there are eight foods, in the, I mean, seven foods in the promised land, which are, yeah. do you know Dr. Carson? I bet you do. Well, uh, there's honey. I always remember that. Um, <laughs> they are actually, they are um, wheat, barley, um, vine or group f- fruit of the, the vine, which is grapes, yep. olives, pomegranates. We don't want to forget those, forget which those. is olive oil. You're right. Honey mm-hmm. is um, um, amongst those yep. and dates and dates. figs. Oh, yes. And if you like those things, you'll have a plenty to eat when you're in so Israel. So just get a load of the, the these dinners that we're going to have at this hotel there in, in that's in, in what city? Tel- Tiberius. Tiberius. They are going to be buffets. So you can get all the olives, dates, and salad, and but you can more than that. You get they get oh, beef fish. and fish, yes. and then St. Peter's fish, perhaps. Right. Well, that'll be for a lunch. Oh, for one of the lunches, but other kinds of, obviously we're on the Sea of Galilee, so there'll be fish, no No pork, pork. no pork, no barbecue, sorry. (laughs) But then one of the cool, amazing things that I'm really excited, I checked it out, that they have numerous desserts on this buffet and they have just Israeli cheesecake. Don't you want to taste that? And they have something called Haman's ears. Now, if you're a Bible fan, you may know that Haman was the guy that was got hung on his own gallows, right? Right. And so apparently they kept his ears. I don't know how it worked out, but they fill him with fruit. <laughs> and these all are little triangle cookies. Fruit. I got to yes. try some Haman's ears and almond stuffed dates. Now, if you happen to love oh. dates, and I do, and you happen to love almonds, which I do, I can hardly wait for almond stuffed date. I've never had these. And so, like, man, yeah. if you're not getting hungry yet, I don't know what to say, but I'm, I'm excited about this dinner. So there we are actually on the Sea of Galilee looking out over that. Yep. And then you get a good night's rest. And so the first day we're going to head out, where are we going? We're going to go to the Sea of Galilee. They have a place where you can take a boat ride on the sea. And so we will start out there. And one of the reasons I love to start out there, Robbie, is because we can talk about the ministry of Jesus as he started his ministry And he started calling his disciples, Matthew 4. He would come to them and he would say, follow me. But it's more than just follow me. He said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So Jesus said, I want you to follow me so I can make something of you. I can follow someone who wants to make something of me. So these disciples said, all right, we will follow you. And then here we are out on the Sea of Galilee in this wonderful boat And, well, when Jesus was out on the boat with his disciples, what happened? A storm came up. Why did the storm come up? Why would Jesus put his disciples in a boat and send them 
out on the sea where they're going to have to face storms. Well, he said, I'm going to make you something. I'm going to make you fishers of men. He's going to make you become who you are. Yes. He's going to lick lick them. Yes. (laughs) So for them to become what they need to be, he knew what they were lacking. So here's the master discipler looking at his disciples, and he goes, they're lacking in faith. Ah, which I've got to develop their faith. So I'm going to put them in a storm. And so we'll talk all about that when we're out on that. On and the actually, you, one time you went out there and there was a storm. Oh, yes. Yes. I always pray for a storm to come up <laughs> while we're out on the Sea of Galilee. It makes it so real. And I love to see the fear in the people's <laughs> eyes. And then, Robbie, I will ask you, do you think you can walk on water? Show us. And we'll find out how a little faith we all have. Of course, I get put on the spot, too. They ask me to see if I can walk on water. But we'll have a wonderful time out on the Sea of Galilee. It's absolutely gorgeous. And you can imagine, just imagine Jesus walking on the shore place to place. Also, he himself walking on the Sea of Galilee. And so that's how we start. And then we're going to go and see an ancient boat that they found, which, again, is giving validity to everything that we know about Jesus, about Galilee, that region. Um, And then, Robbie, do you want me to tell you where we're headed next? Yeah, and we haven't even even launched yet. Oh, we had a breakfast buffet, though, before we we went out at 7.15. Wonderful. Yeah, I hope you love eggs. They have lots of eggs and wonderful coffee. Um, So you'll get all of that. Um, but you won't have sausage or bacon. No, no, no. Don't, don't even <laughs> think about asking. Um, none. Zero. Um, <clears throat> but it's also buffet style, right? That breakfast yes, before we yes. went out on the sea. So hopefully you don't get seasick. Yeah, you didn't want to fish. No, no. A lot of uh, bacon anyway. It would have made you seasick. Right. But you can, <laughs> you can get fresh fish uh, for breakfast, which is very good. Oh, yeah. Um, but now, as we wrap up at the, at the um, see Asia boat... I know your listeners know about the Beatitudes. Well, we're going to go to the Mount of Beatitudes, and we're going to take time and read Matthew 5, and we're going to talk about the Sermon on the Mount, and we're going to be just like the disciples when he called them to come climb the mountain with him. They, were, they went up so Jesus could teach them. And uh, so that's going to be a wonderful time there. And then, well, let's just ask because I know my wife has knees that aren't so good. Is there no long walking? Okay, the bus will take us pretty close to every place. So, so uh, my wife has some problems walking too. So it's we they they have great paths to get you where you need to be. So you may have questions. You may want to talk to us. You got a comment? We'd love to hear from you. Eight six six three four eight. 7884. We got so much more on our adventure on the road again with the Christian Car Guy and Dr. Carson to Israel, January 15th through the 24th. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road again. 
We are hitting the road with the Christian Car Guy and Dr. Carson today, talking about this trip to Israel coming up January 15th through 24th, going into great detail, actually, of you know some of the things that we are going to experience that we want you, right, yep. to have the faith to walk on the water, right, to say, God, I, I want to I want to do this. Show me how I, you, you know, you know, walk with him in faith to believe, yeah. you know, that, that he can make something happen that does not look possible. But I believe that 10 days of an opportunity to spend and see all these things is a way to grow closer to God and, and get closer to be who, who he wants us to be. You know, that works out in everybody's life in a different way. But if this is the season for you and you feel God tugging on your heart, please, please uh, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. You can see the Holy Land thing all over that, my website there. And, and again, easy. If you want to contact me in any way, shape or form, I want to help any way I can. And so, um, Dr. Carson, we left our heroes. We were just finishing up at the boat and, and yep. heading out now to where? Well, we've gone to the Mount of Beatitudes, and now we're going to head to Caesarea Philippi. We're in Matthew, and we're headed up to where Jesus is taking his disciples to do some teaching with them. And as they're walking with them, they get up there, and Jesus wants to know. Things have been going on, and he'll ask a question. Who do men say that I am? You know, that's a great question. We've got to get that right. And they started giving some answers of who men said he was. Then he says, well, hey, guys, who do you say that I am? Who do you, not someone else, who do you say that I am? And part of this trip is helping us really define for ourselves who Jesus is. So we'll spend some time at Caesarea Philippi where Jesus is going to say to say to Peter, when he says, you're the Christ, you're the Messiah, you're the Son of God, he's going to say, you are correct, Peter. And then, all of a sudden, Jesus is going to start revealing some things that's going to blow their minds. He says, I'm going to build my, and, and, and they're like, kingdom. He's going to go to Jerusalem. He's going to become the king of kings. He's setting up his kingdom, and we're going to sit on the right hand and the left hand. He says, I'm going to build my church. And this comes at Caesarea Philippi, the great transition time. Jesus starts off in Matthew 1.1 as the son of David. And we'll teach this there. This will be a wonderful time of learning the book of Matthew. He's the son of David, the king. But then it says he's the son of Abraham. Well, that's a sacrifice. And in Matthew 16, when he says, I'm going to build my church, he will then turn and say, I'm going to Jerusalem. And his well, let's disciples. Back up just a second. You okay. go so fast, but you're so good. I love it. So he said he was the son of Abraham, which would be Isaac, which right. was, was to be the sacrifice, which right. was the, it turned out to be, right, the Lamb of God, so to speak. That, oh. And in this picture, right? And so in Matthew, when he, he's going to take us. I love the way you're going to outline Matthew in, you know, right. in Philippi. So um, that transition you're talking about is the part where, you know, he's established as the king, right? That this is his genealogy and this is the way. But, but wait a minute. He's also the son of Abraham, which makes him the sacrifice. Because as, he's, as his ministry is taking place, we know this, reading Matthew, he gets rejected. And Jesus now changes from being the king, because that's going to be future, he says, all right, now I'm going to be the sacrifice. And there in, Phil he tells his disciples, I'm going to Jerusalem, 
And I'm going to, and this is the shocker of shockers, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to be killed, but he even tells them he's going to be resurrected. And Peter's like, there's no way Jesus is going to go to Jerusalem and suffer, and he's going to be crucified, and that's not going to happen. And Peter has a big moment with Jesus like, no, and hey, you're thinking like Satan right now. Stop it. This is where we're headed, and I'm going to build my church. And we'll talk about how now we're part of the church age. But all this is up at Caesarea Philippi. I'm just trying to whet your appetite because you want to come and you want to see this. And then now we're wait, going wait, to have lunch, right? Oh, yes. We'll we're going to have lunch right there. Speaking of wet appetite, right? So this <laughs> is going to be a special lunch, right? Yes. We'll hit back to the Sea of Galilee where we'll be able to enjoy St. Peter's fish. Remember there was a story where Jesus told Peter about catching a fish with a coin in it so he could pay his taxes? Because Peter said, yeah, we pay our taxes. Well, he said, go catch a fish and see what you See what's in his mouth, pay the tax. Well, we'll have St. Peter's fish for dinner, for lunch, for lunch. So maybe when you open that baby up, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? And, and then after that, we, we've got to go to Nazareth. Now, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? No, uh, but Jesus was born there. Jesus would grow up there. But here's the deal. Mary and Joseph grew up and lived in Nazareth. And in this city. Right. The way you described it to me is we pull up on us to look out over the city and you see these crossroads, which is a big indication of why nothing good came out of Nazareth. Nazareth is filled with Roman soldiers, business people, and, and a lot of immorality takes place here. And we'll talk about then how Mary, in the midst of ungodliness, lived godly. Right there in this city of corruption and filthiness, Mary and Joseph are living totally different. And when God is looking for who's going to bring his son into this world, he will say, Gabriel, tell Mary she's found favor in my sight. And this is how the Christmas story starts. It starts in Nazareth. Right. Um, and what, what, the way you described it, I thought was so neat that um, when you were describing to me before the show that, you know, does anything good come out of Las Vegas? Does yes. anything good come out of New Orleans? And the reason why they, there here's this huge crossroads that you'll be able to see when you're standing on that mountain. And when you see the crossroads, you realize here's all these Romans, here's the Greeks, all these people coming in. And what are they going to do? They're going to gamble. They're going to, you know, find women. They're going to do all those things that happen in Las Vegas or, you know, New Orleans, Orleans, Mardi Gras or whatever. And you picture the scene. And so, isn't it cool? Like God chooses Jesus to come from Las Vegas. Yes. (laughs) Nazareth is sin city. But on the other hand, we find two of the most important people in our Bible stories, uh, Joseph and Mary. And, you know, Elizabeth is is in that area also. Um, right, because Zechariah was, right, you were saying that he was the essentially the representative for that area yes. at, the, at the... He's a priest. And, and, and David set up Israel to have 24 different divisions. I like to call them counties 
where there would be a priest in it, and every two years they would go to Jerusalem for two for for a month and serve at the temple. And that's why Zacharias is there, and and now he hears about what's going to happen to him and how he's going. He and Elizabeth, even though they're old, are going to have a son, and they're going to have a son named John. Which tell us what that means. Well, John is it's it's actually Johannan, yes, and, and that name is essentially grace of God, which is all goes back in in so many different ways to Noah, because Noah's name is that kind of backwards. You hear the nun and you hear the the het. Well, if you reverse those, you kind of get the John idea, which is grace, right? Like yours, God's favorite. Well, when you think about what John did Mm. when he brought comfort, right? Because if you go look in Isaiah 40, it says, comfort thee, comfort thee. Well, that word is Noah. It's, it's nun hey, I mean nun het. And, and, and so you reverse those letters and you get het nun, which is John, which is full of grace, right? Full and it's grace. unbelievably cool yeah. that it would be John the Baptist, who also came from Las Vegas, apparently. Um, that's why they said nothing good would come out of there. It's so neat to know this stuff. And, and so it would be John that would be, you know, talked about later in Isaiah 40, but then it would be John the Apostle that would write about it and give us all that in John chapter one, which was also full of favor. If you think about it, he clearly was Jesus's favorite. He said he was, you know, I, I was the one that Jesus loved. Of course you were, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, you know, I have a lady in church where I go and, and we always have an argument on who's Jesus's favorite. She says she is, uh. but she's wrong. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, for your listeners, as we think about what we're going to see and experience, it's also going to be the teaching. And we'll, we'll have a tour guide who's very knowledgeable. But folks, you got to think about spending 10 days with Robbie and learning these different meanings of names. Um, and, and, and I've been, this will be my fifth time of leading these types of trips and trying to just help you bring your Bible to life so that you can identify, I've seen this, and this is what God and was doing And get closer there. to God so that you can get yes. other people into that community, which we're going to be talking about Capernaum when we come back, and that's a big, big thing that's going to happen yes. when we get back. And, oh, we need you. Again, this just won't be the same without you. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. forget the this is the christian car guys show and and i forgot what they call that dance but it's like square dancing that the quakers would do and you can hear it in the rhythm of the song that they're actually turning turning till they come round right right, right. And, and 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 when true simplicity is gained is i just love that whole idea it is really really simple yeah. but yet really unbelievably delightful right when you get a chance to see these things and experience them as God would have for you if you know if it's something you want to come to Israel with us go to christiancarguy.com uh you know, contact us, pray through it, whatever we can do to help you accommodate that. It's a little complicated to go through the website to actually sign up for the trip, but we will help contact my wife. Yeah. We've got it all website. Yeah. We'll get that done. Get you lined up. I mean, they need to start thinking about it right after 
Christmas, spending the first week there, that would be the third week of January, but spending a week in Israel, walking where Jesus walked. And it's affordable, uh, about $5,000. Start thinking about that. And all the gift things that you'll get to experience as you take your Bible and open it up day after day in location after location, learning about that location, learning about the people there, learning about what Jesus was seeking to accomplish there and what he's seeking to accomplish now in your life. Yeah, that whole Lord, idea. We want you to go with us. Becoming fishers of men as you get more excited about your faith, right? You share it more. Yes. And so, you know, we become more fishers of men as we as we have that opportunity. So now we're going to head to Capernaum, right? Yes. Yes, we're headed to Capernaum and and part of that is we're we're going to be stopping uh, again by the Sea of Galilee, where Jesus is going to restore Peter. And that would be one of the great moments of this trip because Peter, he denied Jesus three times. But now Jesus is going to meet with him, and he's going to ask him if you love me. And Peter's going to say, you, you know how hard this is for me, but yes, I do love you. And Peter is going to find himself being restored. But one of the things we'll teach at this moment is, is how Jesus as the resurrected Lord, still served his disciples. And that's going to be a special time. And then when we get to Capernaum, we're going to go into that synagogue, Mark chapter 2, and we're going to be at that place that that uh, Jesus was able to heal a man. Um, we're going to talk about how the Jews did their worship there at the temple and at the synagogue. We're going to learn about the different ways that, that they would be learning the, the Word of God. Uh, Capernaum is known as the city of Jesus because he did so much of his work there. But then it comes uh, that, that crucial moment where Jesus also said, even though I've done tremendous works here, you haven't believed me and have been better uh, if Sodom and Gomorrah is going to have it better in the judgment than you will have because you did not believe. And, and that challenges our faith because here we are with our Bibles. We're learning so many things, but are we putting them into practice? Now, after we are at Capernaum, we're going to go to Magdala, and we're going to learn in Magdala where uh, Mary of Magdalene lived. And she was one of those the, uh, ladies that was so instrumental in the life of Jesus. He changed her life, and then she journeyed with him, was to help him. And she's the first one to see Jesus, that he was resurrected. And we're going to spend some time there. We're going to see some mountain ranges. We're going to be able to see the mountain of, uh, we're going to see Mount Hermon, and we're going to see Mount Carmel. And we're going to be, when we go up to Mount Carmel, where Elijah called fire down from heaven, we're going to be on the top of a monastery there where we're going to be able to see the Valley of Armageddon. And we'll talk about there how there's coming a day when Jesus is going to return. And, and you're going to, you've read about the, that valley, the Valley of Megiddo, the Valley of Jezreel. It has several names, but it's the Valley of Armageddon where that big battle is going to take place. You'll be able to see that. Um, you'll get to experience how um, <clears throat> Elijah is going to call people to serve God and Him alone when we're up on Mount Carmel. Um, the mountain ranges are 
absolutely gorgeous. And I'll point those out to you as we're going along. Some of those mountains are mentioned in the book of Song of Solomon. Right. That's where they went on their honeymoon. They went on their, yes. (laughs) So, you know, from the... From Herman and Shanir and the Mountain of the Leopards, all that stuff, you know, we get a, t- a chance to stand there and talk about, you know, wow. Well, as you're coming down, driving down, we'll, we'll see uh, Gilead, and he talks about how her hair, well, like the mountains of Gilead, how it's wavy. And you'll see the mountains and how they're wavy. And after we've been in Galilee, I just want to make sure you know we will be going to Jerusalem. We're going to talk more about that later, but uh, we are going to go where Jesus died. We're going to go where he was buried. We're going to go where he rose again. You're going to see the empty tomb. You're going to be able to experience that. And then we'll do probably one of the most wonderful things of all. We're going to do the Lord's Supper there beside the empty tomb. And it will be a very special, special time. We also will be going to St. Anne's Chapel, where it's, when you sing, it's as angels are singing. It's one of the most beautiful places to sing. And and even I sound good in St. Anne's Chapel. So that's going to be part of our Jerusalem, and we'll talk more about that. But we'll start off with the Sea of Galilee. We're going to start off. Yeah, and off. I wanted to talk a minute about Capernaum, right? Yes. Because it's, it's such a cool word. Yes. Right? That the word kefir that's at the beginning of Capernaum, right, is is this idea of the cover, the, the cover that was on Noah's Ark, the, mm. the, the, the you pitch, know, pitch that, that they put on there was sort of, the, it's actually the same word for atonement. Right. And then you see here the Capernaum, that's atonement. But then you hear Nahum at the end of that, which is comfort, like comfort ye, comfort ye. And there's no no shocker that the the ultimate comforter came right there to Capernaum. Right. But in God's humor, not only is he the atonement and not only is he the comforter, but in God's humor, there's a pun in that because the word kefir also means village. Mm. And so isn't it interesting how you're not alone in this. And and it's such a big thing that we don't want to be alone on this trip. We want you because by yeah. you coming, right, it's a village that, that provides atonement, right? If there wasn't somebody that spoke the gospel into my life, right, then I wouldn't be where I am. To, I mean, I, I, I would know close have the hope or the friends or the things that I have. And so as you you know, get this experience. It just, it equips us all the more to do what God, you know, to become who God says we are, priests, right? What are priests? Are people that help other people get closer to God, however that works, right? You might just quote a Bible verse or whatever it is that you do. But in other words, God gives you the light so you can share it. And what we're doing, the reason to do this trip for all of us, right, is to gain more light to get closer to God and closer together. Because as we do that, you know, I would imagine you will make friends on this trip that you will have for the rest of your life. Yes, yes. And, and, you and experience something together. And, and not just ordinary friends, but friends and brothers in Christ. They can help you live life, right? And it's like my brother here. Like we, we just started out recording Date the Word, which is his radio feature he does on the Truth Network. Uh, if you hear that, that's Dr. Carson. But... You know, as we've done life together, shared birthday dinners, the NRB, and and all these things, it, it, you know, it becomes so much more of the life and life abundant. So I know for me that that five thousand dollar price tag was scary, very scary. But we just got to trust God. 
Like, what, 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 how are you going to provide? Show me. I'm walking with you in this. I feel you tell me this is what you want to do. And, and we are going to be there. That becomes part of the faith journey. It, it's the storm, right? The, yeah. the, we're like, wow, we got we to gotta believe and walk on the water here to get this done. <laughs> so remember, ChristianCarGuy.com is where to get more information or contact me and slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. I'm so grateful you're listening. I hope I get to meet you on this trip. Thanks for listening. This is the Truth Network.